What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for the first edition of 2024. Absolutely. It's going to be great. We're talking Bill Cosby. We're talking <laughs> skirt steak. And most importantly, we're yeah. talking about the right ingredients to make this year the best one ever on this episode of MC, MC Unpacked. Unpacked. We're back. We're back. Back again. That's right. It's like the Eminem song has been ringing through my head. I've been preparing to sing that. I almost got the rap to do. I wish you would. Can you, can you do it? Not all of it. Okay. I do love me some Eminem. <laughs> he, if he was sanctified, I probably wouldn't even like him as much as I do oh currently. Oh my goodness. Well, we're we in are this. back. We're, we're in this. The holidays are over that's behind right. us. But this you is know, our first podcast of January. You know what's not behind us? What? Is the weight that I gained during the month of oh, December. Wow, it's in yeah. my behind, but it's not behind Perfect. us. So Perfect. Uh, we got our workout in today. Yeah. And gosh, I'm already sore. Me We're too. We're crushing a bit. it. But we, listen, we got some things to talk about. I was thinking about, you know, just the ingredients of life and what ingredients are essential to actually win throughout the year. Yeah. Because everybody is setting goals right now. Yeah. I or, think, or I think January yeah, is shifting to new yeah. ideas. It's like the time frame where you're starting to think about resetting yeah. and, uh, and coming up with things that you want to implement for the year. That's at least it is for me. I was thinking about that. We have found recently a recipe that crushes and it's a flank steak salad. Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, legitimately it, it, it's like Jesus, golf and flank steak salad, then everything else. And it's magic, isn't it? Your priorities change all the time. But, well, the salad's so good. Yeah. And the, the, it's actually skirt steak, but it, it's marinade is an equal part, olive oil, ter- soy sauce, lemon juice, brown sugar. Quick, write this down, Two everybody. tablespoons or more, depending on your taste, of sriracha, some crushed garlic, rosemary, thyme, two hours in a freezer bag marinating. Yeah. Pull that sucker out, dry it off, a little light dusting of Montreal seasoning, throw it on the grill for 10 minutes, maybe 12 Get that, let it rest five minutes, then slice it, and then throw <laughs> it on. What going? do we throw it on? What do we throw it on? <laughs> we throw it on the grill. We throw it. No, I already grilled it. God, oh. it's like we don't. You don't even. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you about. even know how to podcast anymore? It's like, I'm you out get, of. I'm we out put of it practice. on arugula, oh, and on you an make it. Salad. What do you put on the dressing on the salad? Just lemon and olive oil, a little, a little salt, salt and pepper. pepper. Oh, yeah, a little cow. Salt bay and a little salt bay action. Yep. A little salt bay action. And I'm telling you, it's one of the most healthy meals that we, it's not the most, it's a pretty, it it's a primarily yeah. healthy meal. And it, the flavor will, it will pop you in the face. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have Pastor Kerry put the ingredients and the directions in the comments of this podcast so that you can all and have some flank steaks. All of the ingredients are essential yeah. to the flavor. All of the ingredients combined are what actually build this meal that our family loves. Brooklyn yeah. leaves tomorrow for London at the time of this recording. And the one of the last meals she asked to have, yeah. not before she dies, before she goes out <laughs> of the country. It feels like that. It feels like uh, death, guys. Was this meal. Yeah. And if you remove an element of the ingredient, then it might be good, but it's not going to be great. Right. And I just thought, you know, there are ingredients that help us with life. Yeah. There are ingredients that help us win in the year and win with what we're walking through that supersede goals, resolutions, yeah. new things. It's just kind of like, these are ingredients that you and I have been taught that we've learned that we've adapted and grown. Yeah. With. Some of them, I think we just realized, wow, we've been doing this for over 20 years. And, and then there's some things we realized we were doing things wrong. We got yeah, to make some we adjustments, had to change those things. And how do we find new uh, skill sets and all that? So we did that. We thought, let's jot down, as I'm pulling up the timer, um, let's jot down a few thoughts, yeah. the ingredients for the year that can help people really win. Yeah. So this is like a how-to podcast. Yeah. So 
There's a lot of people listening. Uh, totally. All actually around the world. We have people listening from all around the world. We got people in Africa. We got people in London. <gasps> we got right. people in all three of the United Shout States. Shout out to our pastors Let's for the go. Movement Church in Otani Dwenny That's and exactly Carlin right. Patience. We know you're listening. We know you're with us. We love you. And uh, all that to say, I thought, okay, so a lot of people listening and different ages. And so if yeah. you look at the red line, I'm trying to cue you up so I can set the timer, a little hint, hint, <laughs> wink, double, double. <laughs> Uh, I'll set the timer while you help unpack the red line, which is talking to the different people listening. Yeah. So listen, you're listening and we've got people of all different ages and walks of life. And so we're going to just share some of the ingredients that have worked for us to help um, make the year a success. And right. so for, for some of you, you're going to go, oh, that one thing they said, if I implemented that, it would make the biggest difference this Great. year. And for some of you, you're probably going to be like, I actually could take notes on a lot of these and try to implement a couple and of others them. others could do this podcast because they're That's crushing totally these true. and maybe more. So the point is not, do you need every single ingredient for 2024? But the point is you might need one, two or three. Yeah. So find the one that fits you and rock and roll. So this is five layers of ingredients for your life. And we broke them into five different dimensions, okay? So we've got daily, weekly, monthly, annually, and auxiliary. Can you explain auxiliary? When I get there, okay, I'll great. explain it. Daily, <laughs> I had to ask earlier. Weekly, monthly, annually, and auxiliary. Some ingredients to have in your yeah. life and, and with that frequency. Yeah. So let's start with daily. And I think we can probably crush this because we'll probably talk about some of the daily components in February that will kind of coincide with our series that we're in. But let's talk yeah. about these daily things. Yeah. And I, I think for us daily, what we're going to talk about, it, it requires you to make a plan. And, um, I can't remember who said it. What probably me. What it was probably you. Yeah. If, if you fail to if plan, you, plan, if you don't fail. plan it, don't, don't plan, plan on, on it. it. Good. Yeah. That's what I was Our pastor's going for. Wife said that all if the you time. don't plan it, don't plan on it. And so a lot of what we're going to talk about, you're going to have to be intentional right. with making a plan. But I think for us, probably the number one focus that we have implemented into our life daily has been our time reading the word right. and in prayer. Great. And we do that every morning because what you come, what you put first prioritizes your life. And Great. so we, we get up in the morning. First and matter. It first matter. Yeah. And so we get up in the morning and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but yeah. we get up and we're we not good grab our it. coffee and we put on some worship music and we sit down and we just spend time reading the Bible and praying and talking to God and, and really just taking time to foster that relationship yeah, with God. Great. We, we hear God through his word. We hear God through times of prayer and times of worship. And so that for us has become a daily practice and you have to be intentional with it. Yeah. You've got to set your alarm early. You've got to make plans if you can't do it in the morning you got to make it in a place that has priority in your yeah. life and and really the reason we say daily is because this needs to be something that you do daily because you're going to miss some days yeah and the goal would be to get more days than not right and so there's really four focuses within this daily schedule there's a spiritual focus yeah a health focus a mental focus and a soul focus that's great now obviously you need to go to work obviously you need to pay the bills or if you're a student you need to, some people might say i don't want to go to work well somebody in your household needs to go to work yeah here's the deal somebody's guys, you gotta, gotta pay work. the bills you don't work you don't eat. yeah yeah or you maybe you're maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you're yeah. watching the kids and your that's husband work. 
It, yeah, right. that is a full-time <laughs> job and a half. Uh, but a spiritual focus is daily being the word and prayer. Yeah. A health focus is making sure that there's some exercise and a healthy, moderate diet. Yeah. And they're not diet like, am I on a new diet, but that I'm watching what I'm eating. And yeah. if that's not in there daily, then you're going to be in trouble. Well, the scripture says our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so how we steward our bodies really does matter. So taking time to exercise, taking yeah. time to actually plan um, meals so that you're actually eating healthy. You're jumping it, ahead, but keep going. I'm talking about the health focus. Oh, no, that's cool. Go ahead. It makes such a big difference in your life. And this is what happens when I write notes and you just jump on. You just like jump three. You went to number two. That's where I'm at. I did not go number two. Yes, that, you did. That's not what we're talking about. Don't talk about potty on the on the mic. Oh my gosh. Okay, so spiritual focus, a health focus, and a mental focus, and that's education. Yeah. And what does that mean? Like that we're educating ourselves on an ongoing basis. So some of you, some of our listeners might be in school. Some of our, our listeners might be in college. Uh, but we have made it a priority to continue our education through reading, yeah. through podcasts. There's so many options out there. There's no excuse. Right. But even if you're listening to this, this is an education if you're choosing to to be open to learning something. And so um, just creating a focus daily where you're educating yourself. And so that could be five, 10 minutes of reading. Uh, a life hack that I have recently found is uh, during workouts, if I'm working out alone, I'll listen to podcasts. Yeah. I can't do, I do audible books, but I can't do that while I'm working out. It's too distracting I for can't, me. I can't do that. But I also have found that in my, it's about a, you know, the the long flowing locks of hair that I have, it takes me about about 15 minutes to get ready for the day. Yeah. Uh, after a workout, including a shower, because <laughs> it doesn't take much to shower this beautiful thing over here. But anyways, so I have found that during my getting ready, I'll throw a podcast on. Yeah. I got a little speaker that's waterproof. I put in the shower. Uh, I'm getting dressed. I'm, you know, brushing yeah. my hair, do it, brushing my hair and doing my hair. Brushing your hair. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's just a little life hack that I found. So it's, it's not 30, 40 minutes a day, but it's 10 to 15 minutes every day. Yeah. And I build on that and I'm just yeah. educating myself. So I'm not doing just saying, that in the car yeah. is always a great place going for a walk, getting some sunshine. That's what I was trying to get to with the, the health focus. Yeah. Is I think I, we all need a little bit of sunshine, you know, yeah. on your face. And so just taking a walk and, um, and, and just taking time to educate yourself is huge. Totally. And then lastly, it would be a, a soul focus. And, uh, and, and by that, I mean, you need some downtime. Yeah. Now, I don't want to speak for everybody and I don't want to speak in generalizations, but I'm going to. I can just tell you right now, most guys need some type of downtime or separation from the mainstream of the day before the family time or at least at the end of the night. They just need a time where we actually have the capacity to think of nothing. Yeah. It's a brilliant we just it's we're really good at it at times. And I, I don't want to speak for women. I, yeah, I think it's probably depends on your, your personality, how you're wired. There's a lot of people I think that depends on that. what happens in your day. Yeah. It depends on the pressures that your job provides. But I just know for me, my soul needs some downtime in the day. And what that means is this is crucial. We're not burning the candle from end to end. Yeah. We're not burning from candle from both ends that we're actually going to make sure a portion of my day is scheduled for nothing, even if that's 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. Even as to sit down and just watch a show or sit down with a glass of wine and a, and a book <laughs> to sit down and just mindlessly scroll, to sit down and read a book for entertainment purposes, but yeah. to just like literally shift gears. For me, it's a, a bedtime routine. It's, yeah. I just bought some bath salts so that I can take a bath hey and no. drink a glass of tea or a glass of wine, read a book, scroll on my phone, whatever, just to just relax yeah. a little bit. You set the atmosphere set that's the atmosphere. good for your soul. Yes. Candles are lit. 
the it's an you know I am not gonna take a bath. No, to you wind are down. never I just, like, going punch to punch a baby. <laughs> I shower, but I don't want a bath uh, unless we're talking about a date night. And then that's a little different story. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll try to I'll remember that. But I think it's important. So so some of our people that are listening are, are just workaholics. Yeah, and your soul is dying as a result. Yeah. You need to take a portion of your day. Your job is not that important. You know how I know that? Because one day somebody beside you will have it. Will have it. A hundred percent. It will continue without you. Even if you're the founder of the company, one day you will die and somebody else will work there. So give your soul a 15 minute break, a 20, 30 minute break. And let me just talk to, 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 to the spouse who's driving home from work. Maybe you're coming home to your spouse or you're coming home to a family with kids have a conversation with the spouse who will be at home first and say, I'm going to park in the driveway for 15 minutes. I'm just going to chill for a second. I'm going to breathe. Like just give yourself some space. And if you're the spouse getting that phone call, give them that opportunity. They, they need that uh, because then, then if you take that break, you come in, you take a deep breath and you give your family your best, Yeah. but you, you need some downtime. Yeah. Can I get a hollow? Yeah, I think all those things you have got to be intentional with. You've got to plan for them. Spiritual time, yeah. time in the word and prayer, actually being intentional yep. with diet and exercise, uh, finding something that's going to educate yourself, whether it's a Great. podcast or a book, uh, whatever it might be, and then being intentional with your soul, making sure that you're having time um, for yourself just to relax. I yeah. think that that is crucial. Don't, don't, I just got to say this. I want to linger here for a second. Don't make that soul focus an excuse to escape. Yeah. This is not an escape. Right. This is a recharge or reset or relax so that you can be your best you tomorrow. Yeah. Pardon me, I'm burping. Or your best you tonight for your family or yeah. whatever it might be. See, like a lot of people could be manipulative of that. Well, no, no. Pastor Kerry said I need to focus on my soul. Well, you've been playing video games for an hour and you're 37. You need to stop being an idiot. Get in there with your family. Maybe does that just make sense? A little yeah. general statement there. Yeah. All right. So those are weekly things. Daily things. Those are daily. So yeah. Thank you, babe. Daily ingredients that I would just encourage you find a way to weave them. In. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Okay. Let's move on to weekly. And I think that uh, one of the important things, the important factors to add to your weekly component of your life is you need dinners. Mm -hmm. And obviously our listeners, we range from high school students and college students to young adults who are single to married with no kids to married with kids, blah, 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 blah. So what I mean by dinners is if you are a family, if you are married, if you have kids or you don't have kids, you need to make sure that weekly you're getting multiple dinners in the week where you're just eating dinner together to right. be, right. to be family, to talk about the highs and the lows, yeah. right? To have conversation, put your phones away, and just to be a family. Yeah, I mean, we do happy crappies um, yeah. sitting around highs the table, and highs and lows. Some people call it roses and thorns, whatever you want to call it. Just uh, taking Peaks time to connect pits. with one another and share the best part of your day, the worst part of your day. I think this gets challenging for families. I've seen when you've got kids that are doing Volleyball multiple and sports and, and all the activities. And so, again, it would just be an encouragement to be intentional, like plan your week 
and give an example of what you mean by be intentional with that specific like we have volleyball practice at different times so what would that mean to be intentional i'm gonna get a lacroix yeah oh he's gonna leave i mean to be intentional with that just means you're gonna have to look at your calendar and and figure out okay what's a time that our entire family can be at home together what's a time that we can sit around the table together and hey maybe it's going to be a saturday morning breakfast or maybe it's going to be a sunday afternoon lunch i whatever it needs to be you're just going to have to be intentional with making a plan to make it happen because it's so crucial to connect with one another and that's what i think dinners is all about it's this idea of spending time with people that you love and and actually making a connection yeah and i think the goal is not quantity of time it's quality so i think a great illustration of that is tonight we have our daughter goes to megan and i are the pastors of the best church on the planet called the movement church in as megan says orange county california that's right and uh we have a student ministry that meets on tuesday nights and our daughter goes to that and then we came here to record but what we yeah. did is we got out of the house a little early we ate with the great grandparents we went to dinner at like <laughs> not, 4 58 p.m not our great grandparents yeah, that's a confusing. Just all, we, all of our great grandparents are dead <laughs> And what she means by that is we ate dinner at 4.58 p.m. <laughs> when all the old people eat. And if that's you, you are my people. I love it. My point is this. We knew we had a limited amount of time. And yeah. so we sat at the restaurant for just at 57 minutes. Yeah. But you know what we did? The last 30 minutes, we dreamed about how we're going to remodel Avery's room. And then we're in the car ride and she's getting excited. It's not about quantity of time. It's about quality of time and so that might be the case for you yeah don't make excuses make sure you're having dinner yeah and i would just say that that applies even if you're single um and and you're like well i don't have a family yet to sit around the dinner table with you probably LaCroix. there's some lacroix we're working on a sponsorship guys um <laughs> you you need to make some time to sit around a table and eat a meal with some good friends yeah great there's there's just something about connection and there's something about the table they're just sitting together enjoying a meal and and actually connecting with one another yeah. and so uh we would just encourage you make sure that's part of your plan weekly and if you're married then you yeah. need to one of those dinners needs to be a date weekly yeah and if you're on a budget, then be a baller on a budget That's and right. do a stay at home date. We talked about this before. Don't make excuses. So weekly, you need dinners. Weekly, you need church. Yeah. And uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to make disclaimers for this. Uh, er, almost every major apostle in, told us, do not forsake the gathering together on a consistent basis yeah. it's something about being in the room yeah. if you have to miss or can't make it that's why online's available but online is not a substitute right it is it merely a uh, it's it isn't a supplement it's a substitute yeah. so you can't make it there i'm gonna do online but the goal is to get in the room yeah get my faith built to be encouraged by other believers i don't know yeah. a single person who will be consistently in church and their life will be worse for it right they might have some challenges or struggles all of us are gonna have challenges sacrifices whatever but be in the room worship the lord there's nothing like being in the room together for worship i mean the atmosphere just shifts it changes and and so there's something the atmosphere is changing now you brought that back the spirit Uh, of the lord it's like elevation worship that's like six years old i feel like i haven't heard it in a while but I like that song. The evidence the is all around. <laughs> the but, spirit of the Lord wow, wow, wow. is here. Literally, I just wait for you to start talking and you <laughs> I know. keep going. And you okay, just I'm keep not gonna sing singing. Anymore. Yes, you are. I promise Ready, not. set, go. I, I'm, 
I really do believe that worship is crucial. Worshiping together, it builds our faith. Um, it it reminds us that we're not alone right. in this journey of faith. Um, there's just something about being in the room. And so we would just encourage you, make church a weekly priority. Make yeah. it a priority for your family. Raise your kids in the house of God. Great. I promise you, Proverbs 22 says, raise up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from Great. it. And so I, I think there's so many people right now looking for self-help books, looking for um, podcasts, looking for YouTube channels to teach them how to raise great kids. And if I could just say Good there's gosh. one thing, raise say them in the it, house Megan. of God, plant them in church. Those that are planted in the house of God will flourish. It's a promise in the scripture. And so if you want to raise healthy, like amazing kids, plant them in church, teach them young to make that a priority because it will be a game changer in their life and in your life. That's right? Good. That's good. <laughs> I'm about to burp. Can okay. you keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next one is this. And actually, Pastor, there it is. I just did it. You Go did? Ahead. Wow. Uh, Pastor Kerry came Shrimp up with tacos, this. Shrimp tacos and a little cabbage, a little avocado cream sauce. Awesome. Whew. That's really disgusting, actually, yeah. that you shared that. Well, that's what it smells like. Thank the, you. the taco was better Gross. when I ate it than coming out in a burp. But Gross. this is you a new share one. It? Yeah. Since so, you came up with it? This is a new one. I uh, we We've been, you know, Megan has an addiction problem. I do. And okay. I want to talk to y'all about it. We need help. Send help fast. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Uh, she is addicted to her devices. And I am. Her device, not devices. Huh. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm not saying that for real. Uh, my my point is this. So we've been trying to figure out how do we limit and, and like mediate the amount of time that we're on devices. And yeah. devices meaning... Not am I answering a phone call that I need to or sending a text I need to, but uh, mindlessly scrolling, mindlessly scrolling, or games. unnecessary emails or unnecessary texts or devices that are in the form of televisions yeah. that are uh, we're watching shows or watching movies, and none of those are bad. Yeah, but I I don't even have to say it. We know that they can right. be consuming. I know that because the newest thing to fast for any period of the time, <laughs> social media. it's social media. And every time you do, you're like, oh my gosh, it feels I am, so good. Feels so good. And then the fast is over, like boom, and then you're stuck on it. So, also, we just watched uh, a documentary called The Social Dilemma. I know it's been out watch for a it while since 2020. Highly encourage you to watch it because it just makes you think twice. Don't be about People, watch it. How much you use yeah, your device, Yeah, the point right? is this. Here's the challenge is that if you could find a day for your home, whether you're single or family or married with no kids, uh, a no device day. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, okay, obviously, if you have your device and you need it for work, that's a different story. But uh, from the time you're, before you leave for work and when you come back from work, no unnecessarily, no emails, no no social media, no shows, just actual, either read a book or spend time as a family, make it dinner night, Play whatever game. it is. Yeah, just put the phone away one time a week. I just want to challenge you with that because I think you'll find that at first it'll be challenging, but it'll actually create space for real conversation, for uh, yeah. educating ourselves from so, so much and better stuff. And for fun. I, yeah. we, we were never really game people. We have some friends who they like love games. Yeah. But we, in the past couple of years, just started playing some card games with right. our kids. And it is so much fun. And we laugh and we fight and we have a good time around the table. Yeah. Um, but there's just some great things that you can do just spending time with one another. Yeah. So weekly dinners, weekly yeah. church. I'm just challenging, new challenge, weekly no device day I, mean, I told Megan I was like what about what if we just try this she goes my daughter's gonna be in London I am not gonna not have <laughs> okay, exactly I'm not right. saying, I will okay, have my phone you on can me. turn your phone ringer on and set it on the counter
countertop and set it to where only certain people's phone calls and texts get through and you can check it. And if it's them, then we, there's things to set up. There's right. apps for it. There's settings oh for goodness. it. Just give it a shot. So dinners, church, a challenge is no device day. And then lastly, weekly, you need to rest. Yeah. We've talked about this consistently, but I like to revisit it. The, the Bible refers to it as a Sabbath. It's right. taking a day where I'm, I'm doing no work, either paid or unpaid, yep. which means I got to plan for it. I got to yeah. get chores around the house done. I got to do the shopping trip that I'm, I'm taking some time to contemplate and be grateful for the things that God has done. I'm spending just a little bit of time in prayer. It doesn't have to be the whole day, but just maybe to start the day. Yeah. And then lastly, which I think is most important, is something that brings you uh, what Pete Scarzero calls joyful, joyful delight. delight. And yeah. a little old school phrase, but yet when I say it, you can't say it without smiling. That's true. And what is it that brings you joy? And, and so like, for instance, we wouldn't do a no device day on Sabbath because you find joy in looking at Pinterest and looking at things online mm-hmm. and scrolling through Instagram. And, and so that, that does bring you joy. Yeah. I find joy in golf, which is just, it brings me joy, but I can't play golf every day. You can't scroll right. like that every right. day. So it's just what brings you joyful delight. So you want to bring that into your life weekly. Absolutely. And I, I think that's something to note on this. Would you say that a Sabbath, uh, could be like if you're taking a weekend day, great going to church, like when you're going to yes. church with your family. Cause Biblically, I think go ahead. <laughs> there's a lot of people that are like, I can't Sabbath because I have to go to church. Well, actually, well first of all, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, you're not powerless. Right. So let's just start there. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, Secondly, never in the scripture was Sabbath without going to church and everybody shared in the work at Sabbath. Yeah. So it wasn't about not serving. That was part of it. If we're serving, it should bring joyful delight because it's attaching the unique design that is in me with building the kingdom of God. And if not, let's find the right place. So stop creating the semantics with that. Yeah. I just have found some people can get really pharisaical with uh, the Sabbath and like it has to be a certain way. And and that's not the objective no. here. We don't want to be like the Pharisees. The objective is like, no, God God wants you and designed you to need rest. He wants you to rest and designed you to need it. And so taking the time, being intentional, Great. creating space to rest, creating space to do something that brings you joyful delight. You want to make sure that's part of your weekly. And routine. for some people, it might be a Friday through Saturday. Yeah, Friday night through. You know, the the Jewish custom would be sundown to sundown, right? Right. So like you would do a full. 24-hour period that that doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it, just, just the point is that you're consistently doing that. choosing a time that intentionally is your sabbath and you do your best not to let anything take that away yeah and and i'm just telling you bring those things into your life weekly they're ingredients for the good things perfect so we've got daily spiritual focus health focus mental focus soul focus weekly is dinners church no device day and sabbath Let's talk about monthly. Yeah. These are kind of like the the things that are needed, but you don't necessarily need to do them on a daily or weekly basis. And I think one of them that is crucial, whether you are a young adult, married or single, is you need a house management meeting once a month. Yeah. And uh, this is not a date night. This is not a, in fact, if you're married, do do not do do budget night on date night. Take our word for it. Don't do it. Unless you want to hate each other for the entire, (laughs) waste every dollar you spend on the date. But this is where you need to look at, I want to suggest, uh, if I can put a pastor hat on, you need to manage your calendar at minimum at a monthly uh, look. 
if you're not, then your calendar's running your life. Yeah. And you need to run your calendar. Uh, you are ridiculously in charge of your life. What you say yes to, what you say no to. Every yeah. yes has a no attached it to somewhere else, something else. Every no has a yes attached to it to something else. So can you control your calendar? Now yeah. we look at it weekly. Right. Our life is pretty full and pretty scheduled. So I'm not suggesting that at least start monthly. Then you need to be looking monthly. These all can be the same meeting. You need to yeah. be looking at your budget monthly and making sure that you're managing your finances it's accordingly. It's just wisdom in that, guys. 100%. <laughs> and then like we were talking about with health, it yeah. would really be smart to at least take a look at your meal prepping monthly. Yeah. In other words, to be responsible, plan your meals and look, okay, here's, even if it's okay on Tuesdays, we're doing this, Wednesday, whatever it might be. Whatever works for you. Yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah. I just think, honestly, the, probably one of the most irresponsible things to do is to consistently eat out because you don't have a plan. Right. And, and no and matter we what have kind been there and oh, done that guilty so many times. And it doesn't even matter what type of income you have. It's just right. Look listen, we talked about weekly you you need dinners in your life. We'll plan to have dinners, which means yeah. you gotta plan the grocery store trip, all right. that stuff. So have a house management meeting. And then I want to say all you want to jump in on that with anything else? No. You sure? think so if you don't know how to do budget stuff then you dave ramsey has a great plan called financial peace yeah. university you can't the, beat it if you really struggle with yeah. your budget if you're really struggling financially there's probably nothing better that we could recommend than uh financial dave, yeah. peace university it's by dave ramsey yeah and um it's going to challenge you to yeah. the core but if you will apply the principles it will make it a big if you're living if your you're life. listening you're living paycheck to paycheck if it's like you're one step, then you need Dave Ramsey because you probably yeah. have more flex than you think you do. Just don't know because you yeah. haven't actually gotten some outside perspective Shout on it. Shout out to Dave. We're not even getting anything for that promotion there. No, I like that move. Like Shout that. out to Dave. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't know how to manage your calendar, I, I feel like this is probably one of the biggest strengths that I have. Uh, and I can't help you because I don't know you. But if I do know you, I'll help <laughs> Send you. Send Carrie a message. Send me an email at Megan at the OCMovement.com. <laughs> Okay, other monthly things that are, are just so essential that I think so many people let go on the back yeah. burner are hobbies. Yeah. And hobbies is such an old word, and I don't even know if Gen Z knows what that word means, but hobbies are something that don't actually bring any income to you. Um, they usually take more time than you feel like you have, but they revitalize your soul. Mm -hmm. And I say monthly because sometimes you don't have the flex in your schedule to do hobbies monthly or sometimes weekly. Sometimes hobbies are expensive. Sometimes hobbies <laughs> have to be budgeted for. Yeah. Some of you may have the flex to do a hobby weekly, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. But you need a hobby no matter what that hobby is, whether it's sourdough, bed breaking. Ba that's it? Bread, bed did, breaking. You said it like bed, bed. breaking. I did. Bread baking. I would really love to make sourdough. I'm going to get into think, it. I think it'd be good for you. Calling Jeff it. and Nicole Yeager. If you actually listen to our podcast and you hear this, <laughs> we'll find out. I'm not going to tell We're you ready. in real life. I'm ready for your 200-year-old starter. So let's get this show on the road. <laughs> but that can be a hobby. Yeah. Um, you know what could also be a hobby is meal planning and doing a, like a, a kind of an example. I can't think of the word a dinner extravagant dinner okay. like you and I actually like that we like yeah. to be in the kitchen together we'll get a glass of wine we'll yeah. put on some Frank Sinatra and we'll make make it an experience and an experience yeah. right especially if we're having someone over yeah. and we we enjoy that yeah. um, so that could be a hobby for you it doesn't, it doesn't really matter I mean it could be anything right you yeah, love totally. golf I love to go for spend money just you love to spend money. I really love to shop that's why I said you know monthly is great um just throwing that out there, babe. Monthly would be awesome. Um, How about, okay, quarterly. I like <laughs> quarterly. The point is you need a hobby. Yeah. And, and this is something that it, it like rest and like a Sabbath, 
it just helps you get outside of the mundane. It makes sure that you're not stuck in the minutia and don't make excuses. Yeah. Find a way to make that happen. Third that you need in your life monthly. And this could be weekly depending on the dynamics yeah. of your, your, your you faith. You just have to make sure it's there. Right. And that is transformational community. Right. And, and I'm Explain using... Explain what you mean by that. Yeah. Transformational community is vastly different than the dudes I like to go to Buffalo Wild Wings with. I don't do that. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Here. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, you when know, you it's that? not just about hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Transformational community is to have a faith community. If you're listening and you're a believer, I'm talking to you. If you're not a believer, permission to just continue listening. We love you with our whole heart. Uh, but you need a community of faith that's right. going to challenge your faith, right. challenge you to grow. Yeah. They know your kryptonite, like right. what's going to take you out. Uh, they know your warning signs that you're heading toward down a destructive path and they have permission to say, Hey, stop being a knucklehead. Yeah. Come on. I believe in you. They can call you and you'll pick up the phone. You, they're, they're brothers or they're sisters right. or they're another married couple who's got your back Right, and you yeah. need it. I think, I think something to remember here, just scripturally, there's a verse in Proverbs that says an enemy multiplies kisses, but wounds from a friend can be trusted. And I never understood what that meant until I really started looking at the value of trans transformational community yeah. and the fact that I think so many of us surround ourselves with yes people, people that are just going to make it. us feel we good about it. everything. We're just going to have fun together. We're going to laugh together. They're going to agree with everything I say. And and transformational community is the mm -mm. kind of friends that are going to challenge you. And maybe it's going to hurt a little bit. Maybe they're going to say, hey, knock that off. That's not the right way to be living. Mm -hmm. And and that can be challenging for all of us. Nobody likes to be told when you're wrong. But you need friends in your life that are going to call you out, that are going to call you higher, that are going to say, I believe in you and you're better than that. And so I think it's important to know that those are the kind of friends that are really going to help you grow as an individual. Yeah. yeah. And I think that if you don't have that in your life, you don't have real friends. Right. If you, you, you can have friends who might do that. If they're not in a faith community, then they're missing a key element. Yeah, that's true. And the true. element that you need is the eternal element connected to your soul and your spirit, which is the faith element. Yeah. So it doesn't mean you throw away your other friends. Totally. But you need some space monthly. At the Movement Church, we do, they're called Connect Groups, and they happen every other week. Right. So it, that's why I said monthly. So it's twice a month, but you can create that that frequency but what you need is consistency yeah some of my best friends i'm on a podcast with now we record monthly we'll be releasing it uh, at the beginning of 2024 and they are my best friends yeah and we are in a text thread we are talking uh at least three times a day and that doesn't count that doesn't even count the amount of reels that we send to each other on instagram <laughs> and we hang out three to four times a year and when we do, we hang out till two and three in the morning and we're consistently, this can sound crazy, arguing with each other. Yeah. And the, the name of our podcast is Tell Me I'm Wrong because through our conversations and debate and because we've given each other permission to speak in each, other, each other's lives, our lives have grown as a result of not needing people to say yes to what I want them yeah. to say yes to, but to love me for who God's created me to become. Yeah. And you just, you need it in your life. Yeah. So listen, if you are in the movement church, make sure you check out a connect group. If you are plugged in and planted in another church, you probably I have a group. You, yeah. There is something for you to get connected to. Totally. It might be called a small group, might be called a connect group. I don't know what it's called, but find it and find some people to grow in your faith with and do life with Great. that's going to be transformational. I It's going to be a game changer Great. for you. I love it. So monthly we've got 
house management meeting, hobbies, transformational community. And lastly, I would say monthly, you needed a, a change it up day. For all the sponsored, sponsored, I can't say it. For how to summer, 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 Sammy, Swami, Samsonite. Why do I say it? For all the spontaneous people listening. Sponsored, they stopped listening at his house management meeting. They're out. Yeah, they're They're like, God, get me out of here. tuned out. For all the spontaneous people that don't love the house management meeting, this one's for you. Actually, no. This is for the rigid calendar (laughs) dates we have to stick. This one's for you because the spontaneous people in your life are dying. Yeah, but the spontaneous people. Why are you pointing at me? You're like, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm saying it's for you. It should get you excited. We're we're challenging totally. you to change, change it, it up. up. Like do something. What does that different. mean, babe? And for us specifically, what does that mean? Okay, for us specifically, it's like we have a routine. We manage our calendar. We we I we live very intentionally. But every once in a while, I just need like something spontaneous. Like what let's do you go to need the beach. specifically? I love to go to the beach. Yeah. Let's go to the beach and let's, let's get sushi go and go to the beach. Yeah. Let's go exploring around the cliffs in Laguna at low tide. Yes. Let's drive to San Diego and eat at a really cool restaurant and drive back we'll spend yeah. more time in the car than the restaurant but, but it'll let's be just, an adventure it's different yeah let's not if we're on date night you don't want to go to the same right. places you want me to change you want me to surprise I you want to do something different yeah and so you can't do that all the time no uh, but you know what once a month you can you can do that and it doesn't have to be Megan spontaneous right it just change it up just and, and some different. of you unfortunately I, I'm so sorry for you some of you don't live near a beach and that's a bummer that's a sad sad thing maybe you live by Mount mountains or rivers get just get outside if you don't live by mountains or rivers and you just if you live in the concrete jungle if you if you live in texas (laughs) and you're like i don't want to go outside uh go (laughs) see somebody i don't know just change it up go to a movie go to yeah do something go just do something out of the ordinary change your schedule yeah you just like today we're not gonna do dinner at home we're leaving and we're gonna go Take go sit down and do a picnic and watch Netflix in the back seat of the back tr- what the back seat in the truck wow. of our, the bed of our truck. <laughs> now I've got your. I promise this is only Lacroix. I can't even talk. It's like I'm a knee breed over here. We're gonna go to the god to the car. You said the back like seat of the car. Bill Cosby. This is the pudding. <laughs> like pops. we still have. <laughs> this is to get a good the pudding. Pops. Like we still drive in theaters or something. I don't, might. babe. Don't I don't know. Your spontaneity <laughs> overwhelmed me. I know. I was overwhelmed with your spontaneity. I know. I and listen. I know that it's changing it up. It's it's fun for people like me who like to be spontaneous. And I know for some of you that is really challenging, like to throw the plan away for a day but i'm just telling you you need you need a little of that in your life here's the secret what spontaneous people don't realize is spontaneity requires planning that is true it does a little bit you can't tell the spontaneous person you're planning to go somewhere just surprise them with the spontaneity i really really hope that the podcast picked up your whisper because okay i hope they're really skilled they'll do just fine Okay, because otherwise good. it was a lot of silence. They got it. Okay. Good. When we went to Rome, we uh, Megan got asked to speak at a beautiful church in Ireland, and it was a year she was turning 40, which we celebrated for 365 days. We did and not. And she had been dreaming about the opportunity to go to Italy, and so the air flight was covered. You got an honorarium, and so we were able to tack onto that trip, a trip to Italy, which mm-hmm. is so cool, it's and it literally cost us hardly anything out of pocket. 
and she we had a list of all the things she wanted to do and she wanted to get go to Rome and I was like okay let's do this and this and this and we had gotten this major fight and she's crying in the hotel room she I goes, don't I don't know if these details are accurate Maybe it doesn't matter are. what you're saying okay. this is a hundred percent accurate mm-hmm. all the guys know that I'm right because they remember these moments I mean I'm not saying and that hasn't happened before. you're crying and you're upset and you're like I don't want to have a plan I just want to get lost in Rome and find a place to eat and I'm like oh my god <laughs> sounds we're like a line from a movie a, but I really did I wanted to get we're lost in, a in foreign Rome. country and so anyways all that to say it dawned on me there I'm the planned rigid follow thing with a few exceptions mm-hmm. I can be spontaneous but yes you can I realize if I plan spontaneity for you it'll actually breathe life into you and I still feel a semblance of order some would call it control I call it mint brilliance mm-hmm. but and so sometimes it takes planning yeah I'm, I mean there's a lot of things that uh, require planning so if you're gonna That's go a on great a great statement man yeah, somebody is, write that down it's profound there's guys. a lot of things that require <laughs> planning Keep well going. no I'm just in agreement with you I mean yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna go on a spontaneous day trip you you probably are gonna have to be intentional planning for that totally. and so great. I, I agree with you but change it up <clears throat> I think we beat that Do one something up different. change it up so we talked about uh, daily spiritual focus health mental soul focus weekly dinners church uh, no device day, Sabbath, monthly, have a management meeting, make sure you work a hobby in there, uh, transformational community right. and change it up. Now, remember, we're talking about ingredients that will help you, but yeah. some of you listening, you've already got half of these or right. all these. So what's the one you need to add to your life? Some of you are like, right. oh my God, I have none of these. Okay. What's <laughs> the pick, one pick you one. need to add? Yeah. Right. And, and make that the one that, you know, this year I'm going to be consistent at that. No matter yeah. where else, just pick, pick one of them. That's right. Add the ingredients. It's going to make a difference. Okay. Let's talk annually. Yeah. You hit that first one off. Yeah. So vacations or vacation. <coughs> I, it is just so important Crucial. that you take time to get away from your daily yep. life at least once a year. And so I know that this looks different for everybody because taking a vacation, um, it, it could be expensive. And so I'm on a vacation yeah, from, from my, my problems. problems. What about Bob? Yep. Um, the, the I'm sailing, Dr. Martin. <laughs> I'm sailing. I'm, I'm only thinking yeah. of lines from Go what ahead. about Bob right now. If you haven't watched Baby that movie, Baby Steps on the should. Elevator. That's right. But t- taking a vacation, you're going to have to be intentional totally. with it. When oh. we were, uh, when we were it's young married, um, we, we really didn't have a huge budget to do vacations. <sighs> and young so, married. Gosh, I for mean, half for our marriage, time, for three quarters of our time. marriage. Yeah. But but we would just get creative. I re- I remember specifically growing up when my family didn't have a budget to go on a vacation, like yeah. we to go to Florida or to go you know to somewhere with the beach. We lived in Texas at the time, and my parents planned this like two night stay at this hotel in Fort Worth, Texas, and we went to the Fort Worth Zoo. And you guys might think that that is just ridiculous, but I I remember, remember it, it to this day. We had the best time as a family, and it didn't cost my parents a fortune but we took time and we're, we were intentional to take a family vacation yeah and so whether or not you have a family or maybe you're single and you need to take a vacation with some friends totally um, do something fun that's going to fill your cup that you enjoy um whatever it looks like i love a beach vacation Let's it go. is my favorite thing in the world and there's nothing like sitting on the beach reading a book Let's go. all day for me 
And uh, for some of you, that would bore That's you. Good. No, smoke but, a cigar. Go yeah, ahead. there you go. But find find what you like and, yeah. and make a plan at least once a year. Budget for it. Plan for it. Sacrifice the budget for That's it. That's right. And if you can't afford it, do a staycation. Yeah. Don't make excuses. Single, married, kids, no kids. It doesn't matter. Make sure it's a priority. And if you can do two weeks, do two weeks. Yeah. I guarantee you there's a really good chance the more, majority of our listeners have plenty of vacation time. Yeah. Uh, just take the time. Make sure you're vacationing. You need it. Your your loved ones need it. If you have those that live in your home with you, your soul needs it. But make sure you take vacation. Yeah. yeah. Another thing you need, and really that's kind of where we're at right now, is you need an annual reset button yeah. where you where you take some time. If you're a believer, you fast some stuff that you get a spiritual alignment and you hit. I think January is the best for that where you just reset and you relook at things and you go, okay, I'm going to cut out of my life a a chunk of things for a chunk of time, whether it's seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 30 days, doesn't matter, but I'm intentionally resetting and recalibrating and refocusing. It's like a hard reboot on your phone or your iPad. All of technology needs that. They need a, it needs a power down and then a reboot. It just makes the, the device work better and your mind and your life it works the exact same yeah. way. So make sure you take time. This is a great time to do it at the beginning of the year. Yeah, January is a great time to do it. And and really part of that, you said spiritually focusing, I think just asking God, God, what do you want to do in my life this year? What are you speaking to me about for this year? Um, I Just taking the time to do that is, is so important. Yeah, that's what great. What are you about? No, I just was thinking about our intro I'm going to record. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we'll okay. see it later. Okay. <laughs> we record thing. the intro at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> All the information you're getting. Keep going. Another thing you need to do annually is take time to just dream Great. and plan. Great. And um, we say this because it's so easy to get caught just <coughs> running the place. It's so easy to caught just walking through the motions, to get caught walking through the motions. And, and so you need a time at least once a year where you sit down and you dream big Great. about what the future looks like. Maybe it's three to five years out and you're just like, where do I want to be in the next three to five years? What are my hopes and dreams for our family, for myself, right. for what are some of the goals I have over the next three to five years and, and just creating time annually to actually like let your mind wander and think about what what are some of the big dreams that I have for right. my life. Because if all you do is look at the mundane of your life or just a few steps ahead, then you'll slowly stop to dream. And when you slowly stop to dream, you slowly start to die internally because you were created to dream. Right. God's a giver of dreams. And by dream, what we're not meaning is um, trying to dream how to become the next billionaire. Right. What we mean is like, what are the dreams that are in your heart? The things that you once talked about and dreamt of and maybe they've morphed or evolved. Okay, well, let's let's make those a reality. And maybe they can't be a reality in 2024, but with some planning, some strategies, some sacrifice, maybe yeah. they can in 2026. Yeah. Well, let's get to 2026 and see some dreams accomplished instead right. of get to 2026 and be discouraged to dream again because I haven't done anything to work yeah. towards them. Yeah. So you need to take some time to dream and to plan or you're going to slowly die on right. the inside. And this is for everyone, whether you are risk averse or you are just a, you like the consistent marginalized schedule, or you are the dreamer, then yeah. what you need to add to your dreams is some plans. Yeah, so that's true. make sure that annually you're taking some time to do that. You, Megan and I do that uh, every year in the fall. Yeah. It's getting a little earlier and earlier because of how our church calendar works, but uh, we usually take the August, September timeframe yeah. and really just get away and dream for our family, dream for our church, and just go, God, where are you taking us? So I just yeah. can't can't recommend that more. 
So okay. vacations or vacation, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you get a reset in there annually. Right. Make sure you get a time to dream and plan. That can be at your house. It can be yeah. at, it can be at a it hotel. It doesn't matter. And then lastly, annually, you need some big moments that create memories. Right. Um, this is where you can take some big steps that aren't necessarily vacation. Like uh, this past year, a great memory for me was you gave me Coldplay tickets for my birthday. <laughs> and uh, it was a bucket list for yeah. me. And, you know, the experience started out so rocky. Oh, my gosh. It was a train wreck. We'll tell you that another time. Yeah. But the show was magic. Was we had killer seats. And then at the end, we got a personal <laughs> escort from the chief of police of Pasadena. Little sirens and lights, just me and Megan being escorted like 60 miles an hour through <laughs> and Pasadena. We weren't in trouble. We weren't in trouble. <laughs> we had the greatest time. It was a memory and we'll never forget yeah, it. Yeah, it was. And, you know, those are the kind of things that you need. I'll never forget taking Avery to see Frozen at the Pantages in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And uh, she had just played Anna in her school musical. And I'll just never, she, I'm pretty sure she gave COVID to Los Angeles in <laughs> December of 2019. But those are memories. You yeah. need those that happen on an annual basis. Doesn't have to be huge. Right. Just something a little bit bigger. It could be a concert. It could be a show. It could be a weekend getaway that's yeah. not a vacation. Um, but just, you need some big stuff like that. Listen, yeah. we are, we are life forms. We need some life in us and yeah. not just the same old, same yeah. old. And I know there's some people that are, are, are not show people and they're sure. maybe not going to take a big fancy, uh, weekend getaway, but there's some of you that love camping mm-hmm. and we've got great friends and they've made some of the, the best memories. They've taken our daughter Avery with them and, and just, uh, camped out for a Drove right days. down the street to San Clemente State yeah. Beach and camped out. And made s'mores and sat by the campfire. <laughs> and it was such a great Told memory so and, yeah it can be anything now you and i will not be doing that's that. not going to be me i'm gonna be somewhere with we, a restroom we've got some other friends who <laughs> who uh every year for two days they get away to palm springs which yeah. is not too far from here and play some golf it's not, it's not a huge vacation yeah. they do it on a weekend you need some stuff like yeah, that make some memories all right now let's talk auxiliary. So when you, why, I can't believe you didn't know what that meant. Well, okay. I knew the word, but seeing it in the context of what we were talking about, I yeah. was like, I don't think I know what you're fair, saying. Fair, fair, Well, it means to uh, provide or adding supplementary or uh, additional help and support. Got so, it. so in other words, this isn't something that's going to be in the weekly the, the day, di- daily, weekly, monthly, monthly. and annually, it's yeah. going to be as needed. Right. And it's going to, these are, we let, say this for last. And what do we always say for last? The best for last, Yeah, we guys. say the best for last. And probably some of the bigger things that, and I think the, when I think about the majority, okay, we've been in ministry for how long? Since, for me, oh it's been gosh. since 1998. So uh, that's, that's 26 years now for me wow. yeah. in full-time ministry. And then over the course of that time, I've had the privilege and honor and privilege of pastoring thousands of people mm-hmm. through the course of that time, right? from teenagers to adults to right. parents of teenagers. And these- We've seen the highs and the lows and- We have stories we could tell you that yeah. would blow your mind. You would say, there's no way that's true. Yeah. Uh, that we have just seen that are awfully ugly and absolutely beautiful yep. all in between. And these last four, yeah. I feel that I see them missing so consistently with people that I this I kind of want to shake some people and mm-hmm. say, please make sure that this is an additional support or help for you yeah. throughout the year. Yeah. So thanks for hanging on to the end of this podcast yeah. to listen to everybody else who bailed early. That sucks for them. They're missing out. So yeah. let's talk about that first one. Yeah, talk about, let's talk about that first one. 
couple auxiliary things that we think uh, are so crucial for your life. Number one would be therapy. Um, I think for a long time, that was something that people avoided. I think it's more common now um, to talk about therapy, but you all, we all need therapy. Yeah. It's sitting down with someone and getting insight into how we're wired and what we're processing and, and whether it be past traumas or hurts or pains or how to navigate the current situations of life, every single one of us needs needs yeah. help with that. And so taking the time and being intentional to, to seek out and get therapy. Now I would encourage you, if you are a Christ follower, I would really encourage you to non -negotiable. look for a, a Christian therapist. Non-negotiable. This has become a really popular thing to do in our culture. And I just don't know that all the advice that is always given uh, lines up with the word of God. So I would encourage you to find a Christian counselor, but, but make an investment into your soul. Your marriage might need this. You might need this in your parenting. You might need this to deal with your own personal hurts and traumas, but, but be intentional and actually seek out some therapy. Yeah. A couple key things too. If you're married and you're struggling in your marriage and you can't go as an individual, you need to go as a couple. Yeah. Um, but some, some of us that are struggling, whether you're married or single, it's because as an individual, I need to navigate through some things. Uh, you might have to go to multiple therapists until you find the right That's one. That's true. If you're, if you're a Christian and it's, they're not a Christian therapist, then don't even waste your time with yeah. it. It's a waste of time. And then lastly, therapy is not the solution. Right. Therapy is a tool in the tool belt of emotional health. Right. It is not the only tool. It is yep. a tool. And so I actually am not a huge fan with a few exceptions. And the next few exceptions would be big T trauma within the last five to 10 years. I am not a huge fan of ongoing therapy for more than about six months at a time because you need to talk through it, live some life, process through it, work it out, and then say, okay, maybe I need to go back. This is yeah. not something you need to go to for three, four, five years in a row. If you're there still, unless it's something that is- Unless there's some, some big Ginormous trauma, trauma which would be- it, you, you probably won't be able to classify all that's of That's a valid it, point, so. but I that's a valid point. So the the qualification of big T trauma is life-threatening experiences. And uh, and so that doesn't mean what you've experienced isn't little T trauma, right. but I want to not confuse it. Thank you for bringing that disclaimer. I can't qualify all of them, but before you yeah. say anything else for a second, I do think it's important to know, okay, if you've been going to therapy for five years, we, we might need to look at a new therapist. We might need to evaluate, are you actually working on some stuff and moving yeah. forward? So, yeah, yeah, that's good. You should be you should be able to see some growth, some um, yeah. some steps that you've taken forward. That's, that's great. great. Okay, another thing uh, that just is crucial um, to building a flourishing life is just scheduling some time with some life-giving friends, just people that you love to hang out with and that bring you joy. I think that can look like so many different things. You talked about your friends that you record the podcast with and that we get to see. Yeah. Uh, occasionally. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to jump in. Yeah, totally. I, I will. Totally. Yeah. I, this is different than transformational right. connections with friends. So this is like you need to have um, in your life monthly that transformational connections with people. Right. But this is some friends that just fill you up. And yeah. you, you need to have some friends where you just belly laugh. Like you laugh until you cry yeah. and it hurts from laughing that that you just hang out and there's no drama. Right. It's not fake. 
this is just, man, you leave going, that was just, I needed that. And sometimes those might be transformational Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. But they don't, they're not always. Sometimes it's just friends that you love hanging out with that make you laugh, that you can have a good time with. And so. And sometimes you need to remove the intentional component and just make and it just a hang fun. session. Yeah. Yeah. I've sure. got, I've got a group of guys that I, we just connected a couple times and we we talked about doing, you know, we're going to hang out more often. We need to do this more often. And then finally one of the guys was like, that's it. I'm going to make sure this happen. Gets yeah. us in a text thread. And he was relentless with setting a date. And we set a date. And now it's become a monthly thing. We don't get to it every month, but about nine months of the year. And my God, it fills my cup. Yeah. I, I go there and I have the best. I don't have to be anybody. Right. I'm just me. We have the best time. We laugh hard. We make stupid jokes. We act like 14-year-old boys at times. Yeah. But I've found that, that I, I've got multiple pockets of that in my life. And I, I feel rich as a human because of those friendships. Yeah. yeah. And, and it requires intentionality. Yeah. All of so you does, might right? you might have to plan a night maybe it's once a quarter yeah and you get your girlfriends together and you hang and it needs to be life-giving I'm, this isn't like well, it, get your girlfriends it, together it and to bash your like husbands it too. yeah it needs to just right. be fun yeah. But you need that in your life. It's yeah. a game changer. That's great. So we've got therapy is a key auxiliary. Some scheduled hangs with life-giving friends is a key auxiliary. And then I think another one is spiritual rally points. Yeah. Like you need this. They're not going to necessarily be every month. Yeah. They may be annual. They may not. But you you need to weave them in there as spiritual rally yeah. points. So what does that mean? I like to think of it like a defibrillator to the, your soul. <coughs> like just something to just charge you up and remind you of, of who you are. Remind you about what God says about you. Remind you about what God's doing in your life. And really, I, I think there's just something about what that. What does that mean though? Like I, I know. I'm going there. Okay. So a, a spiritual rally point would be maybe something like a conference. Um, we we do a women's conference every year right now out here and and I just love gathering with a a group of women who come together with an expectation like God's going to do something big and there's always a moment there that is a catalyst like it's like oh you leave just empowered and reminded of who God is and maybe it's a word that God speaks to you and just it it fuels your spirit for the upcoming year. So it's I not a think, Sunday service. No. It's not a small group. It's not replacing those things. No. It's auxiliary. It's an additional it's an thing that kind of, like you said, it yeah. defibrillates. It shocks you yeah. into something or inspires you into something. And there's a lot totally. of single guys thinking, I'd like to go to a conference full <laughs> yeah, of women. Yeah, I bet. But you know, this year we're doing a man a man camp of yeah, some sort. we are. I, and so Absolutely. I think it's We've the got same student thing for conferences yeah. for teenagers. There's enough conferences around to find something. It just is a great shock to the system yeah. or a reminder. And usually when you go there, you go with an expectation and God meets us at our always. expectation. It's always, always a pretty cool thing. So definitely think that's an auxiliary thing to add to it. Yeah. And then lastly is uh, you need godly authority in your right. life. And uh, I think that this is in the current cultural moment with the with so many people blaming church hurt for everything. Yeah. This is being is evaporating in the world, the church world today, and it is something that is ex- exceptionally needed. Yeah. And that's not the right word, but it's needed of epic proportion now. It's been abused. Yeah, it has. Authority, when it comes to spiritual, godly authority, it's been abused. There was seasons where it was just gross what was happening. And maybe you've had a horrible experience uh, of that in your life. Or maybe you have some church hurt. And and I get it. I, I, I yeah. We've walked through toxic environments yeah. and... 
and I, I could tell you stories, but I won't. Uh, so I know what that's like, but it doesn't, just because I have a bad experience or I, I find uh, I, I find myself in a scenario where godly authority has been abused doesn't remove the power of godly authority in my right, life. Right. And so let me explain what I mean by that. You And the reason this is auxiliary is because you're going to hit moments in your life, you're, whether you're single or married, whether you're in high school, college, it doesn't matter, whether you're an empty nester or you are nearing the end of your life, you're going to hit moments in your life where you are up against a mountain. Yeah. You're facing a giant and you need in those seasons, in those moments, somebody who is a spiritual giant in your life yeah. that you call and say, can I just get some advice from you? Yeah. Spiritual authority, no, no human on earth Gosh, I'll be careful. What we're not saying is they're giving you permission to make a decision for your personal life. What you're giving them is permission to speak to your life in a way that you value it immensely. Yeah. So you are saying, hey, I, I'm facing a, a crisis financially. I'm facing a fork in a road and I'm not sure which way to go. I'm facing a dynamic I don't know how to handle. Mm-hmm. Will you speak into my life? Give me some insight. And I am open to what you have to say. Right. I'll take what you have to say. And then I'm going to go. Uh, it will It will be a value in my processing of making a decision. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the only value. Right. It's a tool in the tool belt of your spiritual physical and emotional health yeah. and mental as well, I should say. Yeah. And I see that, that all too often people go to churches. There are pastors at those churches, but the people are not allowing the pastors to pastor them. Yeah. Or they're in groups and they don't look to group leaders uh, with the spiritual authority in their life. Again, a not permission to make choices. Right. But just looking for inside, it's yeah. looking, it's, it's looking with an open heart. It's being, I think, probably some of the problem is that most of us struggle with humility. We all think that we know better. And so I don't want you to tell me what to do because I know better than you and I don't want to have to listen to what you say. And I think that's, that's something the Bible says that pride comes before a fall. And so I think that's something we can all evaluate is I, Am I willing to humbly say, I might not have the full picture here, and am I willing to be teachable and lean into and and gather insight for my life? Whatever the scenario might be, I think that's just a huge part of it is learning to humbly um, be teachable and and trust that God is going to position people in my life that have wisdom to speak into my life. And so I think that's crucial. And and the the thing is this, this is what, pastors do yeah the bible refers to them as shepherds and in many church congregations a connect group leader can it can also serve not they may not have the the title or be licensed or ordained as pastors but they could serve as a spiritual leader yeah but i would strongly suggest if you're in a church you there better be somebody in that church that you are giving permission to speak with authority not permission to tell you what to do right but you've given them permission to bring insight and add value to your decision-making process. Yeah, That's the important part. And the reason I say in your church is because a church is not a, a, 
a, a, a LLC or a nonprofit organization. It is not an entity. It is an organism, a living yeah, organism. Yeah. And a pastor is praying for their people. Right. A pastor is praying that God does miraculous thing, that he does exceedingly abundantly above all that God uh, that we could ask or imagine. And, and so we pray for our people yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. which by the way, I'm not saying this because of people in our church. <laughs> no. I'm just saying, cause I hear conversations over and over and over again. I go, did you talk to your pastor? Yeah. Did you call before yeah. you, but key is before you made that choice, did you, did you get some insight? Yeah. We, and I say and that, you can say that because this is how whoa, we lived our life. There and, is not a, a major decision yeah. in my, in my life. There is not a crisis that I've walked through. There is not large challenges in our marriage that we did not both yeah. call the people who are pastors in our right. life who have authority to speak and we listen. And there was right. times where they said things that we didn't want to oh, hear yeah. and we listened. Yeah. And there was times where the it was the I in the diving into the depths of despair and I call I called Pastor Kevin Goff and he just reached in with a hand of compassion, just pulled me right out of the depths of despair with what he said. And he didn't tell me what to do. He just, he, he prays for me. Yeah. So he spoke into my life. There's times when I called Pastor Scott Lelisher and just said, hey, I'm not sure how to navigate this thing. And he, he'd say, well, first of all, stop being a knucklehead. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Did you, what, how, what happened between you and Megan? This, that. Well, why would you say that, Carrie? You know, that wasn't a problem. I know, Pastor Scott, you're right. There's been times when I'm just navigating this crisis of how do I look at the left and the right of this business? And how do we do, Dave, Pastor Dave, I need you to give me insight. And in two seconds, he has insight. Yeah, he's down the road from me. Not, I don't mean physically, but like in life, he's seasoned. He has experience in his life, and I'm just telling you that my life, your life, is shaped by that spiritual yeah. authority. And none of those men have the ability to tell me what I can or cannot do. Right. But I've given them permission, and you've given yeah. them permission to speak into our life. That and what they say ha holds weight. Holds a lot of meaning. Yeah, it holds weight. Yeah. And uh, and I I'll, I'll, I want to tell you I don't mean to tell to have a spiritual authority that you tell what you're doing, but bring your spiritual leadership in while you're in the decision making process, right. because it may be just maybe there's some pain down the road that you can avoid by leveraging the relationships that probably God brought into your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we choose a church. Right. So that we go to a church because it's a family. We go to a church. Sure. We want to like good preaching. We want good worship, but it's a family and the family has an order of leadership and that's part of the role of a pastor. So if you're listening and you don't trust your pastor, and you don't know if you would go to them and talk to them, well, first you need to check yourself yeah. to make sure your heart is right. I didn't say that. Jesus said right. that. You need to evaluate and see if there's a humility issue, a pride issue, or maybe if there's a rebellious issue. Yeah. In you. And check that first. Because we don't know if we struggle with rebellion until we're told, hey, don't do that when yeah. we want to do that. And then it like surges inside yeah. of us. So you need to check your heart first. And then second, you need to go have a conversation with your pastor or pastors yeah. or connect group leader or Maybe it's a leader of a team that you serve on, just somebody that has some spiritual insight with you. And yeah. then if that's still the, an issue and you can't, then you need to find a church where, where you, you can. Not that you just, they tell you what you want to hear, right. but a church where you'll get your butt in there, be there consistently, jump in groups, be on a team, and then let somebody stink and pastor you. 
Because if you go to another church and you find that that pastor's the same thing and the same issue, well, you know what the common denominator is here, my friend? <laughs> it's you. And so obviously imperfect people yeah. lead churches. Totally. And it's not about a spiritual manipulation. Right. But I'm just telling you, to the listener, from the youngest to the oldest, when you're facing life-changing, big decisions, so big decisions would be whether I, I shift careers or get a, get a, get out of the job I'm currently yeah. and get another. Why is that a big one? Because if finances are on the line, then that could be a problem for it. A move uh, yeah. to a different state, a yeah. move to a different city. A uh, marriage. It, a marriage. Yeah. In fact, when we do premarital counseling, we don't just say, hey, we want to coach you through this. You have to give us permission to say, you know what, actually, we don't feel this is the best time for you to get married based upon what we're seeing. So if you can't trust that with us, then we can't start that process. Why? Because it's part of what we do. Yeah. Uh, to start families, to whether or not to start down that journey. There's so many different things. It could be a crisis that you face. It could be a health crisis, a diagnosis yeah. that you're up against, a fork in the road. What do I do? I'm just saying you want people in your life like that. Yeah. And this is not to speak subliminally to the people in my church. This is, I'm just telling you, it's an ingredient that is needed as an auxiliary yeah. to have an amazingly flourishing life. Right, right. And you can't you can't do it without leadership like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that like in this conversation that there's been some takeaways for you, some things that you go, oh, I actually need to apply that to my life this year. That's going to be a game changer because uh, we believe in you. We're praying for you. We're believing that God has some just incredible things in front of you in your future. And so ingredients uh, to add daily, yeah. weekly, monthly, annually, and auxiliary. That's right. Listen back again. And uh, listen, if you're listening and you, something clicked, do us a favor, share this with somebody. Yeah. Send this as a text or share it, like copy and paste the link, send it on social media. Yeah. If you like this and it's helpful to you, subscribe, subscribe. follow yeah. in all of the apps, whether it's Spotify or the podcast app. That's right. YouTube, click the bell. You'll know when new podcasts are dropping every two weeks. We're about to get in this whole new season. It's going to be great. But it is going to be awesome. And thank you so much for leaning in and That's tuning right. in for the first 2024 season episode of MC, MC Unpacked. Unpacked.